You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy home to everybody. Thanks for bringing us into your home, car, or wherever you may be. This is Nick. And Stephanie. And this is episode 456. And today we're going to be bringing you the latest news and rumors. But before we begin, I encourage you to check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com. You can join the newsletter to become a Disney expert on deals, tips, and info on all things Disney. It's been a while since I've pulled them up and discussed their blog with you, so I went ahead and just typed in WaltExpress.com. I have them up right now, Steph. And we have, this is by Jenny Nabber, how to pack the perfect park bag for Disney World. Now, when you go, do you park, do you, do you pack that perfect park bag? I can't say that. Say, One that, perfect say that five park, times fast. Perfect park bag. Yes, I do. That's a tongue twister. 100%. I pack those bags, actually, before I even leave. It's in my suitcase, like pre-packaged bags. It's crazy the way that okay. I pack. So what do you what do you pack in there? What are some items you pack in there? Well, like snacks. That is, I think, the most important thing that I have in the park bag for the little kiddos. So um, I have every single Ziploc bag that's full for like day one, day two, day three, day four oh, wow. of different snacks. It's already packed and ready to go. So I don't have to think about it the next morning when I'm already tired and I don't want to get up any earlier. I grab that snack bag, I drop it in my my uh, other bag, and I go. So Jenny says pack hand sanitizer, yep. poncho, make sure you have your ID and wallet, a phone charger, band-aids. Always have band-aids. All right, so it's like uh, sunscreen, chapstick, and a water bottle that you can refill. She has also a list of other stuff here too, like sunglasses and... And stuff like that. But yeah, I... Let's see. No she, snacks? She has more water flavor packets, yep. pens, yep, snack food, Ziploc bags, extra pen bags. Pen is what I forgot last time. We forgot a pen. And did you know that oh, they're for like your $13? Dollars? For yeah. your autograph? <laughs> yes. For a pen. Well, what about your... Yeah, your resort pen? Well, we forgot at the park. So we were at the park without a pen. And you know what? They have pens. So we just went ahead and asked all the cast members... Could we borrow your pen? And they gladly let us. Did they? We were about to go buy a $13 pen, and then we just couldn't bring ourselves to do it. It's $13 for one pen. I wasn't going to do it. That's insane. Yes, I think the only thing that's really in my bag is my phone charger. Like, the extra battery, you know? Oh, yeah. That's very important. That's really in the cable. That's that's really the only thing I, I bring. I mean, I may take a water bottle or two in. I kind of, because I, I used to bring in the backpack. I used to fill it up with water. I used to fill it up Even with Even when you have pollen, you don't. I try not to anymore. I have cargo shorts and I'll, I'll shove stuff in my cargo shorts like a poncho, mm-hmm. a battery pack on the other side, carry yep. around the water bottle. You know, I, I try to go without a bag because it's qu- quicker to get in to the parks. You don't have to go in that line. You're not certain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, um, the other one, here's another blog on WaltExpress.com. This is by Jackie Murphy. Disney 101, free transportation options inside Disney World. Let's click on this because beside the standard bus transportation or the ferry system, water taxis, 
I wonder uh, what she's talking about here. If I can get my internet to work. Here we go. Yes. All right. Let's see what she has here. No, she has the buses. She talks about the buses. Monorails. The boat. The water taxis. The gondola system. When that opens up here pretty soon. The Skyliner. So can't wait for that. Right. Yeah, your typical transportation stuff. Yeah. So go ahead and check out our friends, listeners, over at waltexpress.com. So, since we were just talking about transportation, yeah. I actually have a little article pulled up here, and it is also about transportation. So, um, let me figure out where that one is. I think the biggest, it was just talking about how there's lots of changes coming to transportation with the Skyliner and the buses got to make over and the monorail got to make over. One of the makeovers that happened in the buses they have charging ports, which is really nice. So you can charge your phone as you are taking the Disney transportation back and forth. So that's nice. But they also have linked it to the My Disney Experience app. Have you seen this? So you can tell exactly when your bus is going to be there and you aren't guessing and like, you know, pulling up and the bus is, is taking off. That's that's nice. So you can see it in the palm of your hand. Exactly. Rather than trying to find the screen at the resorts. You're even talking about at the parks. At the parks. It will tell you when a bus is going to arrive. So it will, yes. Oh, it'll that is sync nice. up with, I guess, whatever um, resort you're staying at. So that then you can very quickly check that resort. Like when, if I'm, if I'm staying at All-Star Sports again, when is the All-Star Sports bus coming to Magic Kingdom and then it'll say you know it's arriving in 18 minutes and then I know I've got 18 minutes or For when's the next nice. one coming so I can at least not be heading if, if I know I can't make it out in 18 minutes then you know what I'm gonna stay another 30 because I don't want to leave and then just sit there for 15 minutes waiting for a bus. That's gonna bring down the Disney anxiety like I don't yes. have anxiety at Disney I really don't but the only anxiety I do have is waiting in line for the bus transportation system. I feel like maybe that's why I Uber everywhere. You do Uber a lot. Don't I cannot you? stand waiting for the bus because you just don't know. I mean, at you the don't. resort you do because they show you on the screens or on the monitors. But like at the parks, you don't, especially if you had a long day and you're tired. You don't, and it's a long line. And it appears that there's also, you know how outside of a ride, they tell you how long the wait time is? There should be one of those outside of each bus stop, each bus station, to tell you when the next bus is coming as well. So if you didn't have the My Disney app, experience app, you could look right there and it'll tell you it's Wait, coming in five minutes. At the resort, right? We're not, you're not talking about like at the parks. Are they installing those at the parks? I don't know. It didn't say. Okay. I know. Well, see, I know they have those at the at the resorts, and they've even upgraded some of them around the resorts as well to give it a better look. Because I like just with the flat panel TVs and the sharper image. It says so. It says this makes um, it so much easier in the mornings or in the parks if you know exactly when a bus will arrive see, to both perfect. your location and your destination. So it sounds like they're also going to let you know going from park back to resort this is good stuff that's yes, good i i agree so that was that was the big update there obviously the skyliner is going to be um opening september 29th um and there was a little bit of talk on whether or not some of those resorts might go up 
in price. That's kind of more of a rumor. Um, but what do you think? Do you think they might go up in price? With the Skyliners? The the resorts that are connected to the Skyliners. So, so we're talking of, we're talking about Art of Animation. Resort, yeah. Pop, Riviera Resort, Art of Animation. Yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't go up. I, I think they will. Yes, I agree. Because they're going to be very sought after now. And so, I mean, you might as well raise the price. I think it's going to happen maybe late January, early to mid-February time frame. I think Disney will release that stuff. I just think they've they've upped the price on a lot of stuff twice this year. So I think if they were to up prices again on something else. But so you never hear about them upping prices on hotels or at least I've never really heard about them upping prices oh, on sure hotels. Oh sure they do. Like every, every year like around you start to see it like around January or February. Well, well I know they up it, but it's it's just kind of a gradual because the 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 price is so sporadic, you know, sometimes one weekend it might cost you $150 a night and another weekend it's 189 and another weekend it's 310 like it just depends on your weekend and what they predict as far as crowds go so it's never like oh man yeah, they, they up the price you don't you just don't know that suddenly those $150 nights are no longer existing and that now the lowest is $170 so you just I just haven't heard of it being a firm, the price is being adjusted and the price is going up. So I just wonder if they're going to start sneaking that in and you're not going to see that the low price ever again. Yeah, I would love to know Disney's algorithm. Like what that. is the lowest price you've ever seen for art of animation? For art? Oh, so a lot of that suites. You know, they have the they have the aerial for the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Single rooms, right? Well, double okay. beds in a room. I don't know what the lowest I've seen those. Maybe 120 has been the lowest I've seen those rooms. Okay. But we're talking... That was a while back. Right. Um, I typically look at the suites. Now, I can give you a better judgment because I go by myself quite a bit mm-hmm. on other value resorts, like the All-Star Resorts. I've seen those as low as 89, 93. Really? Wow. As high as 215, 220. Mm-hmm. It, and the, so I, I would say there's no rhyme or reason, but there is. It just depends. Right. Their holiday season. What they're predicting. There really crowds. isn't any peak season. There's busier seasons, but they're I've all heard really. Christmas is pretty They're expensive. all really busy. So Christmas and New Year by far is your most. Uh, is the one time per year where it's probably probably at their peak as far as capacity. Mm-hmm. In the summer, it used to be summer was very busy. No, it's not. This year has shown us something different on both coasts, east and west. I, you know, Disney always has something going on all the time. And even outside influences, like a Comic-Con or... That's true. The Daytona race, right? Crowds um, in Orlando are up, so the right. prices at Disney are going to be up. That makes total And they sense. do. And they do. Now, Disney may say, no, we don't. But I've seen that reflected on the websites when I'm searching and booking for clients. Right. Even outside influences will drive the price up as well. You look in February, you look in March, there's going to be So, like, here's a good example. Um, let's see here. Caribbean Beach or Caribbean Beach, however you want to call right. it. Tomato, tomato. Right. <laughs> So, 
this was just within a couple months. It went from like 350 and again, I'm average. It could be plus or minus 20, 30 bucks. Right. Down to like 210. Ooh. Within a couple month period, I believe. We were just having this discussion. Uh, a couple of our agents were just having this, this discussion, actually. Where I believe one agent was saying, I just booked this for myself and it was... 120 something plus dollar difference and then I just booked for a client and wow what is Disney thinking and it just happened to be the time that they're booking but they really weren't booking if I I remember correctly I don't feel the the client was booking during any holiday during any run Disney you know run Disney marathon so I I, maybe it was right before spring break Maybe that's when it was. And so price will be driven up during spring break as well. And you'll see those reflected where they shoot straight up for like two weeks and they shoot right back down. Like we're talking by 75 to 80 bucks. Now, if you catch that the price has dropped, can you call in and get your your money like, I guess, refunded? Well, it would have to be for the same time frame, right? Okay. So like if you book and you book a room, let's make it easy for, let's make it easy, 200 bucks. Okay. Uh, for the first week of March. And you see that it went down to $150 for the same week. Yes, you can call in and say, hey, you know, I want to, uh, I want that money put back on my card or however you paid. But there's usually a reason why. So it's usually because maybe there's some offering or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe there was free dining or something that that other person got that the price was higher and this other person's not getting the dime, but they're paying for it out of their pocket. So, like, it usually just offsets offsets itself. And really, you're 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 saving a few dollars. You're not really right. saving hundreds. And so, when the prices do go down, and I feel like we've gotten way off topic here, but when the prices <laughs> do go down, it's like people feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to save hundreds of dollars on this. But that's really no, typically not the case. Disney's very smart on how they how they price things out. You know. Yeah. So do you think that they're going to raise prices at those hotels? Oh, most definitely. And and, and even more importantly, I want to say, I, I do want to talk to you about, because I have a question for you and, oh, and for okay. me as well, about pricing with Disney. I wanted to save that to the very end. All right. Uh, sorry I'm we'll long-winded on this, but uh, I, feel, I feel like I got kind of off track, so I apologize. That's right. I already told you before we started this episode, I don't have a ton <laughs> so of we news. So we got to keep talking. Here we go. We're just what, talking, huh? Um, what else do you have? Or do you want me to throw something well, out throw, there? Okay. Throw something into, yeah. All right, so I feel like this is, this might not be cool. I, maybe it's kind of boring for some people, but you know, D twenty three Expo is the expo to ever. You know, er, you know, the Disney basically lays the groundwork as far as what's going to be happening in the near future. All right, so we have more stuff that has come out with the D twenty three Expo. So here's the latest D twenty three Expo update, and it's focusing on books, where to get them how to learn more about them, and how to meet the authors behind the books. There will even be more several books available at the Expo before you can even purchase them anywhere else, Stephanie. And these books, well, are re- cool. these books are really cool. So we're talking about books, Travels with Figment. You remember Figment. Yes, Okay, I do. so I feel like they need to update that ride. It's yeah, a bunch I do of, too. It's a bunch of styrofoam, cardboard, and mm-hmm. neon paint. But... For some reason, it's a staple. I, I don't know why. I have to go through it all the time. I didn't on my last trip, but I always kind of have to peer, peer and look yeah. and walk around, right? So there's going to be a book about travels with Figment, and it's called On the Road in Search of Disney Dreams. And it's Disney's legend, Marty Scalar. It, uh, it's his final book in a collection of other untold tales from his career. 
That sounds really, really, really cool. I would love to see that book. And everybody that attends this expo are going to have a chance to buy these before they're even released. Cool. And, and, and on the shelves. And meet the author. Yeah, and, and that too, right? And hopefully get them signed. The Art of Disney costuming. So this is really cool. You know, I love art. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love... I'm not really into theater, but I love the art behind creating costumes. I, it def, that in itself is definitely an art. And so you'll be able to find... The Art of Disney, costuming, uh, I hope I'm saying that right, costuming. I think so. Okay, I feel weird saying that. Heroes, villains, and every space, or spaces in between. You'll also have another book called Magic Journey. It is my fantastical Walt Disney Imagineering career. And that is with some Imagineers. We also have the Walt Disney Studios a lot to remember. And Mark Davis, in his own words, Imagineering the Disney theme parks. All these books. Oh, one more. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, The Search for the Lost Disney Cartoons. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with Oswald the Lucky Rabbit or not, but Oswald actually became was first before Mickey. So it was Walt's first character. It wasn't really his first character he created. He ended up losing that character to someone in New York because back then when you aired your cartoon on somebody's channel right it was the it belonged to the channel it belonged to him yeah it belonged to that person so walt learned a very hard lesson the hard way and so then he from that he created mickey mouse right right disney has oswald back yes Yes. but all these books i mean how how cool is this right In, in addition to those exclusively early releases stephanie the disney publishing worldwide booth that's what's gonna be called. We'll also have a number of other treasures available, including the art and making of the Lion King, the art and making of Dumbo, practically Poppins in every way, a magical uh, carpet bag of countless wonders. From all of us to you, the Disney Christmas card travels with Walt Disney, a photographic voyage around the world. Now you know Walt loved to travel the world, and a lot loved of his cartoons traveling. was inspired by all of these different cultures and places that he would visit. Yesterday's Tomorrow, Disney's Magical Mid-Century, Ink and Paint. This is interesting. I would love to read this book. Ink and Paint, The Women of Walt Disney's Animation. Oh. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of women worked in the ink and paint uh, department that would color the cells, the animation cells. Uh-huh. Dream It, Do It, My Half-Century Creating Disney's Magic Kingdom. So, And also for younger guests, they're gonna. let's see here. It says they're not going to be left out. At Disney's Publishing Worldwide has something for them as well. They're going to have picture books, pencils, and pens. There you go. There's a pen for you. $13. Pens and brushes. It's called Pencils, Pens, and Brushes, A Great Girl's Guide to Disney Animation. So there you go. Like kind of goes with the ink and paint shop. So Walt employed a lot of women, Stephanie, for the the ink and paint department that inked all the cells and, and painted all the cells. And then also, let's see here. We have the girl who became one of Disney's legends. So anyway, so go ahead and check this out. If you're going to the D23 Expo, um, I would love to see like a screenshot or, you know, take some pictures and please of these books and send them in. I would really, really love that. I know some of our listeners are going to be out there. So if you're listening right now, I'm talking to you, Ethan, and a couple others. Hint, hint, wink, wink. If you could swing by this booth and grab some pictures, that would be great. Yeah. 407-674-0414. That would be awesome. 
So kind of on that track of you've got the, the expo going on, this is much later, but we've got the um, not so scary Halloween and the very Merry Christmas party. There is some interesting stuff that's going to be happening for the okay. first time ever during Mickey's very Merry Christmas party. We've got four Magic Kingdom attractions that will be receiving special enhancements just for the holidays. So we have over at Tomorrowland, the Tomorrowland Speedway, you're going to find yourself cruising a festival freeway filled with thousands of lights and decorations. Um, So... They're, They're gonna dress it up. Yeah, dressing nice. that one up. Then the crew at Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is putting in some ha 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 into their ho 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 with a new show for everyone visiting the Monsters World during the Mickey's uh, very Merry Christmas party. And then we have the totally oh that was this is this person that the article said a totally tinsel Tomorrowland trio because there's three different things in Tomorrowland that are going to be getting this Christmas um, update so Space Mountain is also going to be filled with dazzling holiday lights and high energy Christmas music and then we've got the mad tea party in Fantasyland is going to become a wild and wacky Christmas party as you spin your teacups to one of four new holiday combos of lights and music. That's great. You know, do you do you go driving around and, and look at Christmas lights with oh, the family? Yes. Okay. Do you think people do that? Is that a thing? Drive yeah. around, look yeah. at lights? I hope so. It's amazing. So you mentioned the speedway mm-hmm. and lights. I hope they make it as if you're racing through subdivisions and you're looking at all the Christmas lights. How cool would that be? You gotta have the Christmas music blaring. Yeah. Like yeah. seriously. Like yeah, yeah, right, right on. Huh. You could be an imagineer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> with my one idea. That would be that would be it all, it all, it all starts with one idea, right? <laughs> right. And then you you build on that. Um, I could talk about some tasty treats uh, that are going to be celebrating the return of the Main Street Electrical Parade at Disneyland Park. I'm really not a foodie, though. I don't know why I find this boring, but there are some pretty cool stuff that they're going food items that they're going to release for this. And I'll just mention. I won't get into exactly what it is. I'll just say. So, well, I don't know how you do that without. How do you not explain the treat with to get that visualization? You know. Uh, okay. I don't know. Give um, us so, a couple. so here we have the Main Street Electrical Parade Crispy Treat. It's going to be Mickey Crispy Treat dipped in vanilla flavored chocolate and decorated with multicolored sprinkles and and a chocolate logo. We have the Caterpillar Marshmallow Wand. Basically, that's what it is: marshmallow wand coated in caramel, dipped in vanilla flavored chocolate. Same kind of thing, dipped with dark chocolate and white chocolate and colored sugar. Over at I'm scrolling down here because there are some pretty cool ones. Here's the cool one. Okay, so here's the one. Here's the Mecca treat of all magical parade. Treat of all treats. Main Street Electrical Parade treats. This is going to be found at the Plaza End. It's called the Main Street Electrical Parade Cake. I saw a picture. Did it not look just amazing looking at it? I didn't read like the flavors or anything. I just thought there's a lot of different colors going on. And I thought that, that looks complicated to make it's an electrical parade in your mouth is what it is <laughs> like you look at it like there's so many flavors going on in this thing it's colorful vanilla sponge cake with cream cheese frosting mixed berry marmalade cream and more cream cheese frosting sprinkles and more chocolate decorations but 
the presentation of this cake looked absolutely amazing. I'm not a foodie myself, but I was blown away by what it looked like. And when you cut it open, there's even more. Like you see it all later. It's really, really cool. Yeah, it, it had like a really neat pattern on the inside of the cake. That yeah, it really did. Seemed complicated to make. In addition to all, yes, it did. In addition to all these treats, uh, you're also gonna be able to pick up a Main Street Electrical Parade popcorn bucket. Hey, which you'll be able to refill like everything else. Yeah, for a bucket from over there at Disneyland. Now, they didn't offer these at Disney World when we had the Main Street Electrical Parade. So this parade moved over to Disneyland. Okay. We over here on this side of the States, towards Orlando, we haven't had an electrical parade in... It's been over a thousand days. I know that. But it's coming back. Well, we don't know. We don't it's know. I, we don't know. And the rumor is there isn't going to be any nighttime parade for the 50th anniversary over there at Walt Disney World. Nothing In the Magic Kingdom. But you know what? I have a hard time believing that. I really think they, they're going to bring something back. But the yeah. rumor is there's going to be nothing. Well, we'll I don't know. Disneyland has Paint the Night. They have World of Color across the street. They have the Main Street Electrical Parade. That's going to be going on for a limited time. So I need they to have, check out Disneyland. They have Well, it's a cool place anyway. It's yeah. the land of flavorful churros, by the way. All flavors of churros. It's insane. It's awesome. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah. Okay. Check out some of that food stuff. I mean, it's not chocolate-covered bacon, but... Ooh, yeah. We it, talked about that, it'll didn't we? Do. We did last week. Yeah. yeah. But but the, the cake did look really neat. Did All right. Um, so, we have a new restaurant coming to Epcot. It's going to be in Mission Space. And it's meant to be like dining aboard an international space Cannot wait. system. Our station, sorry. I, I think Keith is going to totally geek out on this one. Is it, and is it geeking looking, out? Looking at... <laughs> sorry, my phone just went off. That's I will right. silence my phone. <laughs> looking at your face, I can tell that you are also going to geek out about it. When I said the International Space Station, Nick's over there with this huge smile like, yes. Well, when I, I was a kid, wait. I wanted to be an astronaut. Right. Well, Keith, too. Are you serious? Yeah. All right. It's just like a little boy's dream, I guess. Did he ride Mission Space? When you guys were out there? He didn't. Oh, my we gosh. really, really wanted to. It's awesome. You can yeah. mess with all the controls inside. It is so Kennedy cool. Kennedy Space Station is still one of his, like, favorite trips as a child. Oh, going for to- sure. Yeah, I, re- I remember going down there with he my parents as well. all the time. Like, when can we take Lucy? I'm like, I think she's a little too young still, but. Ooh. Never too young. Never too young? No. Okay, so, I've never been. So for this restaurant. So for the restaurant. Um, it is, let's see. We've got it opening later this year, and it is going up right next to the Mission Space. And they've got internationally inspired cuisine and a wide selection of craft beer, out of this world cocktails, but um, right? And then more than 1,000 bottles of the world's finest wines. That's a lot of wine. Yeah, it's gonna so, have a ton. Yeah, it sounds like a, a fancy restaurant. Have you seen Spaceballs? Yeah. By Mel Brooks? Wait, You're no. You're probably like, Nick, where are you going with this one? No, no, actually, you said that, and I, for some reason, thought you meant Space Jam. Okay. <laughs> totally so, different. So, Spaceballs. And they're spoofing off of another scene from another movie, but this, and I think it may be Alien, I'm not sure, this guy kind of just passes out at a cafeteria. And out of his stomach pops out an alien and starts, you know, singing and dancing. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello. (laughs) I I, I imagine something like this would be some classic entertainment 
at this space restaurant. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Right, like aliens come be, down um, or something and sing and dance on a countertop with a top hat and a cane. Like, how awesome would that be? Like little tiny aliens. Oh it's it's giving it a whole different look than what I had thought. I was, you know, with all the the fancy wines, I'm I was sure, thinking yeah, a I little know, bit more elaborate and nice. It's, I'm sure it's gonna be super nice and super expensive. And Nick's got little aliens dancing on the so table. I'm thinking of, of like the comical aspect <laughs> right. of the restaurant, which I know is probably gonna be a serious, Who formal knows? hush hush. You can't talk that loud, kind of restaurant. Right? No, I can't. Who, knows? I'm Who but knows? This looks really cool. I hope it looks like you're moving in the restaurant, like the space station's actually oh, moving. That would be neat. That would be kind of cool. Or maybe you're in a low Earth orbit around the Earth. Who knows? Or maybe you tackle the moon and go around the moon. Like I would love Talk to about see. Imagineer. Nick, these would, are great yeah. ideas. I would love. Well, they have some of this stuff already implemented on some of their cruise ships, right? Where they have live scenery, but it's digital. But it, they also have the depth. You know, so it looks like you're looking at something truly. I would love to have it like you're in a low Earth orbit, like an actual yeah. astronaut. That'd be, that'd be kind of neat. That would be awesome. Imagine what the menu is going to be like. I bet they're going to have some really creative names for some of the foods. Well, it's internationally inspired, so I don't, I don't know if it's going to be totally bizarre type foods. I, it just might be a lot of different international cuisine. But maybe, maybe they'll they'll get a little wacky with us. And I wonder if they're gonna have like a, a freeze dry menu. You know, like uh, I'll take one of those. You know, what I'm talking about like oh, yeah. astronaut food. Like, a- give me some astronaut ice cream. We give we some always that's steak. our car our car food. We Is have freeze dried really? strawberries okay. for Lucy to eat and yeah. munch on because they're healthier than fruit snacks. And yeah. she calls yeah. it. Can I have the astronaut strawberries? And I think. You bring up a good point. And for people that have texture issues, I think that works a lot better too, the freeze dried. Because it's harder. Huh. It kind of melts, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I, I wonder if they'll have any freeze dried food. Maybe. That'd be kind of funny. They like might. Astronaut, an astronaut section. Right. <laughs> you know, like this is what an astronaut would eat on the International Space Station if they were to eat it from this bag. This is what it would be. <laughs> Instead of like peanuts at your table, like, oh, you get some. Freeze dried food. So I could tell I'm spending 20 years in the military. It sucks. Right. <laughs> that type of food. <laughs> anyway, can I take us over to Disney Springs? Yes, please. Okay. Do you have the article up at all for the NBA experience? I do not. Okay, good. All I right. didn't so, read anything on it. So. so Disney Springs, you know, they're finally sharing a look inside the NBA experience. We all know this, is, this has been coming to Disney Springs. So... With the August 12th opening coming up soon, they had a cast member preview, basically, just like they did with Star Wars Galaxy Edge this past week. Pays to be a cast member. I know, right? It has its perks. You know, I'm looking at these pictures of the NBA experience, and I'll read the article first, and then I'll I'll describe the pictures. It goes on to say, inside fans will be able to experience what it's like to walk in the footsteps of NBA and WNBA. By participating in 13 different basketball-related activities, you can work on your ball handling skills and dribble, make a highlight reel worthy, <laughs> worthy slam with the adjustable rim at dunk, challenge your friends at a pop-a-shoot game inside the arcade, or test out your basketball knowledge with trivia. So I'm looking at all these pictures. Okay. And it reminded me of an arcade center. You know the arcade... Where you have the the narrow net on both sides yeah. with the basketball. And you gotta hoop. shoot and you just keep shooting. That's what it kind of now it's that's not what it is. It it was on a grander scale. 
but that's what it reminded me of. And then you finally you can shoot in front of a crowd, but the crowd is like projected on a wall. So, so literally, I could recreate this on my garage door with a basketball hoop on my roof for my for Colin. So you're not impressed. The pictures that I was shown. Now it's different than going there. Okay. Okay. Because the, there are some things by Disney where I've read articles, I look at the pictures, I'm like, not impressed, right? Especially like those, well, the lightsabers over at Disneyland, at Star Wars At first you were yes. impressed and now you're like, woo, Yeah, now I've seen awesome. like YouTube videos of it and everything else, like in motion and mm-hmm. what it's made out of and stuff like that. The pictures alone, no. I look at this, I'm like, man, I can recreate this in my garage, you know? Okay. But I'm sure it's different when you get there. Now- I do predict it's not going to be there long. I predict it's going to be there maybe two or three years and probably move out. Why is that? Why do they have such turnaround? They do with a lot of stuff like this all the okay. time. It's a fad and Disney probably knows this. Let's make as much, you know, as much money as we can in the next two to three years, change it into something else, get people excited. They'll come to it, change it in two to three years. And the cycle just keeps starting over and over again. Okay. You I know? was just curious because it does seem like a lot of stuff is constantly closing and opening yeah. and closing and opening. And I just... Figured if it was doing well, just leave it be. So if you want to work on your ball handling skills, <laughs> go ahead and check out the NBA, WNBA experience. There you go. There you go. Oh, can I give you a price point on this? Oh, yes, please. All right. So advanced tickets for the NBA experience already on sale for $34 for adults. $29 for kids at ages 3 to 9 plus tax. Just give you a heads up. Okay. That's not Maybe as I'll, bad as I thought it would be. I'll poke my head in there next time I go. Check it out for us. We'll do. Let us know. All right, so I actually only have one more article, and it's very, very short. Um, But we've got some new mobile stuff happening on the Disney Experience app at Disneyland. So they've kind of always been behind on... They have been. And they're catching up. So now... they got now? now, Well, we've got the mobile order features, um, and they have opened up a lot of restaurants. They have quite the list on there. Um, but you're going to be able to order your food mobily, just like you can at Disney World, and save a lot of time. So, so I don't that. know why they don't combine, like you know, consolidate the, the two apps. Have one Disney app, and once you press on it, you you pick you your know, park. Once you pick your park. Well, you pick your location. Yeah. East Coast or West Coast, right? Disney World, Disneyland, or even Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Hong Kong. Um, so do you have to download? I mean, Shanghai Disneyland. Sorry. Do you have to download a different app in order to get the one for Disney? Oh yeah, they're separate. They're separate. Oh, for yeah, they're all separate apps. Oh. So why don't they just make one app and then from inside that app you pick what park you're at? That would make way more sense. You know, and it's all the same type of search engine. It's the all. It's the same reservation system. Like make it all the same. I don't understand why it's not. Maybe just because not really don't. not Maybe. all of them are there at the same. Is it too Disney much? Do you think it's too much for? Disney, to, yeah, for one webmaster to kind of keep up with. I don't know. I mean, you could have your people in charge of each each right. park within the app. I don't know. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Make everything the same. Maybe they're afraid of too many people on using the same app and it crashing. Does that happen? I have no idea. It's so different over at Disneyland than it is at Disney World. Disneyland's more of spur of the moment because mm-hmm. it is that type of park. I get it. You're not making reservations. Six or 120 days in advance. I don't think that would even fly over there. So maybe that's why. But at least keep it on the same system. You might have different rules and regulations to reservations and stuff like that. But at least keep it on the same system. Anyway. 
you've heard me talk about that quite a bit. Our listeners. Well, at least they are catching up. They're doing. They're oh, making I'm, a yeah, few steps. This is exciting stuff. Let's see here. I have some pass holder offerings that are coming to Epcot and Disney's Animal Kingdom. Annual pass holders who plan on visiting Epcot and Disney's Animal Kingdom this fall can take advantage of several special offerings that have been planned exclusively just for pass Pass holders holders like you and I. While Disney World annual pass holders attending the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival can pick up a complimentary Chef Mini Magnet August 29th through October 14th and a Chef Remy Magnet October 15th through November 23rd. I'm going to be picking up both of mine. Go, uh, I've already seen them online. They look really cool, by the way. And then on your fourth visit to the festival, annual pass holders can get a complimentary Chef Mini wooden coaster set. So it's like a wooden box with coasters inside that look amazing. I'm going to pick those up as well. So that's for... And like season ticket holders? Yeah, for the for annual passes. Okay. Yeah, so if you go to Epcot four times and four separate, you know, it has to be separate days. So I literally plan on checking in, walking out. Okay, so just making sure that you go yeah. to it yeah. for check okay. in, walk. That's what I plan on doing. That. I for some reason when I had read it, I thought it was just like season ticket, like people who have an actual season ticket, not just somebody who goes to the park four times. Oh, no, you have to go at least four times. Yeah, they okay. did it last year too when I was out there, and we ended up getting uh, what was it uh, a cutting board set, and it had Mickey on it and the annual pass holder logo on it. Okay. Yeah. Let's see here. Also, speaking of pass holders, can also purchase special tees, caps, mugs, pins created exclusively just for all of us and our listeners. If you have an AP or if you're currently thinking about becoming an AP, I would suggest getting it before they raise the price again. Yep. Not that they're going to raise the price. I'm just saying they did it overnight and scared us all. Uh, and of course, uh, pass holders get a 20% discount on that merchandise as well. And it goes on to say there's going to be a 10% discount on the Eat to the Beat concert series, which we talked about that, the dining packages during the festival. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff, too. Like, we're talking $100 gift cards and stuff like that. So, Like as giveaways? So if you're wanting even more money, take advantage of the new Disney gift card offer. It's, it's purchase a $100 gift card from select locations, and you can receive $10 digital bonus that can be used at any of, like, table service restaurants and stuff like that. Nice. And they're, they're pretty much the standard uh, restaurants. The Beer Garden Restaurant, Coral Reef, Garden Grill, uh, Rose and Crown Pub, stuff like that. So anyway, there's there's other stuff going on as well. Google it. Oh, over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, there's going to be a special character meet and greet with photo pass opportunities there as well. Pass holders can meet Baloo. So I'm also going to do this. Tarzan and Jane. Afterwards, if you stop by the Discovery Training Company, you can get a free Simba magnet as well. Ooh. I'm going to go ahead and check that out. Anyway. Yeah, so Do you have anything super else cool for stuff. Hmm? Do you have anything else? Any other articles for us? Oh, I got plenty of stuff. I think I have... So you did find a lot. Uh, yeah. I have 12 more pages of notes. Wow. I So I found stuff. It's just I opened it and I was like, meh. So eh. we're currently at 40 minutes. Want me to keep going? Did you pause it? No, 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 no. We're still recording. Here. Oh, uh, no. We're at forty. We're at forty minutes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep yeah, going. Yeah, you want to okay. keep going? Yeah, I'm absolutely. Going. I'm just, I'm, I'm surprised. So, a lot. special merchandise coming to Walt Disney World for Haunted Mansion's 50th anniversary. Okay. And this is really cool. You know, at the end of that ride, you know, you hear, uh, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank on her name. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on her. Remember, name. this is a ride oh I haven't. Gosh, the haven't wife been. that, off, that chopped off. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this, Stephanie. 
I'm going crazy. Anywho, you see her saying, don't forget your death certificate, right? Okay. And so that's like a thing with the Haunted Mansion. You can buy your own death certificate. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Super cool stuff. Ooh. Oh, that's awesome. No, oh, that's awesome. No. So Memento Mori, which is the gift shop located right outside the Haunted Mansion, you're the... You can go ahead and check out the brand new Host of Ghost collection. Would you do that? You would buy your own death certificate? Oh, yeah. Why not? That'd be so cool. Ah, uh, no. But we're all, going, we're all going to die. I know. It's just creepy. Sooner or later. Ooh. Okay. I'm okay with death. Are you okay with death? Yeah, but not not before I'm ready. <laughs> not before it comes. <laughs> I don't want to pretend. All right. So let's hear. Jinx myself. From you by hang your death certificate. Oh, right. <laughs> from okay, says from her. Okay, so let me back up. It's called Host a Ghost Collection from her seance circle. All right, a seance circle. Excuse seance. me. Oh, Madame Leota invites all the guests. Well, that's the girl in the. That's the girl in the seance. The girl in the glass ball in the in the room. The okay, seance so this room is not with the, the last person. Yeah, in the seance room, you know, with all the, the instruments playing and stuff. So guests of the Haunted Mansion to become caretakers. So she invites all of us to become caretakers to one of its 999 restless spirits. Remember, they say there's always room for one more. Anyway, with a simple tap, a ghostly giggle, Leota, as the head spiritualist, will channel your spirit to materialize for you. You will receive a death certificate. How cool is that? Uh, No. Oh, it's awesome. Anyway, so we receive a death certificate. Guests can choose from a selection of dearly departed souls, including Constance. Uh, so that's that's her name is Constance. That's right. Um, anyway, yeah. So pretty cool stuff. Let's see here. What else can be found over there? This is really getting at you, huh? Guests looking for more cadaverous appearance should keep an eye for a Pandora charm. That's going to be available at the Uptown Jewelers on August 8th and 9th. So coming up this week. I also Alex don't know if I want that on my bracelet. Alex <laughs> and Annie bracelet, a light-up headband, and a 50th anniversary apparel also at the shop. So if you're a Dooney and Burke kind of person, like Chrissy is, mm-hmm. Chrissy, our former cast member that's on our podcast time to time, uh, you can head over to the old Christmas shop in Liberty Square for the 50th anniversary Haunted Mansion-inspired Dooney and Burke collection. Let's see here. I'm just going to kind of scroll down. There's just a, too much to mention. I'll go to the very bottom. It goes on to say, while well, all guests will have access to this merchandise starting with a special event on August 9th, guests attending the Disney Villain Villain After Hours on August 8th will also have access to certain items in advance. The Funko Pop pin. So the Funko Pop is pretty cool. Madame Leona is in a crystal ball and it looks really cool, by the way. Um, I'm not into that. I'm really not into that room. That's probably my least favorite room in the entire Haunted Mansion room. Okay. I really feel they can just get rid of that entire scene. It's just, it's, to me, it's weird for you. No, it doesn't. To me, it's weird and odd. And I think they can just get rid of it. But anyway, her Funko Pop looks really, really cool. So there you go. 50th anniversary, new merchandise coming out. They got some cool stuff. Kinds of Haunted Mansion stuff. Like a death certificate. Maybe I should buy one just for you. No. Come back with one. Mm -mm. You creep me out. Would it creep you out? You would. All right, I'm going to do it. Don't. Do not. I'm going to do it. Mm -mm. I won't put your name on it. I'll let you put your own name on it. No. Mm-mm. All right. More layoffs at Disney and Fox Studios brings a total to 250 since the acquisition of Ugh. Fox Studios. You heard me talk about this on the 411DJ so headliner on Monday. So let's go ahead and get into this, right? It says okay. in the fourth round of layoffs. So we're at number four already. Gosh, round of if layoffs. You are, 
if you work for them, don't you just think you're just sitting there shaking in your boots every time there's another round of I don't of know. Layoffs? Do you get a nice severance package, though? You know? I don't... Maybe you do? I mean, is anybody ever happy, though, about, like, oh, at least we got a nice severance package. Like, you just got laid off, though. I've you don't known, know what you're going to do next. Hey, I've known family members to be like, dude, I just got four years worth of pay. Like, it's in my account. Like, Or one year's worth of pay. It's in my account, like, right now. Maybe. You know? Think about it. So think yeah, but, about. But what about somebody who's been working there for 27 years and they're just sitting there going, well, what am I going to do next? You're close to retirement. Exactly. What am I going to, who's going to want to hire me when I'm, I'm like, and train me for right. a couple years when then I'm going to retire. So if, right. those are the people I think about when I hear about layoffs. Like, so think about your profession, do? right? Our, or our profession. Right. By the time you've been doing it for 30 years year you said 27 years right oh geez we're ready we're retiring anyway right yeah you're not making a lot of money but you're making enough mm-hmm. if someone were to give us one year's pay i don't i think it would be easy to be like okay i'll find another job within one year right you but do you think it would be easy to find another job at that age with just like with the experience that you have who's, so who's with the way you? society is today with this whole snowflake mentality of you can't hurt anyone's feelings i think you'd be okay now 30 years 27 years from now maybe it all goes in cycles and we no longer have snowflakes i don't know but i well first off we just shouldn't be discriminating right you shouldn't be discriminating against age at all but it does happen and it and it happens we see it happen all the time in our profession right oh yeah the trend is young teachers exactly. that is the trend well and that's the thing it's Somebody who has more experience, you're going to have to pay them more as well. Of course. And so companies don't want to hire somebody who's got more experience because they cost more. And they're also not going to be with you as long. So you don't want to hire them. Like, why would I hire you for three years and then I have to go find somebody else to hire again? Sure. So it just becomes a, that's a very difficult, a very difficult spot to fill if you have just fired somebody who's been there for that long. So this is the fourth round of layoffs. The Walt Disney Company has let go several dozen employees at the Walt Disney Studios and 20th Century Fox, bringing the total number of people laid off to about 250 since the acquisition of 21st Century Fox by Disney. Now, this is coming from Variety. This round included several key executives in the production and visual effects departments at Fox, head of visuals effects. It goes on to say John... uh, Kilkenny, I hope I'm saying that right, Vice President of Feature Production, Fred Barron, Senior Vice President of Physical Production, and Executive Vice President of Post-Production were all let go on Tuesday. I'm sure they were given huge severance packages. Hopefully. Let's, Let's be honest. Hopefully. Staffers at the Fox Research Library have been told that it will be shut down by January 6th of 2020. Some of its contents folded into the Walt Disney Archives. Teams from the Disney Archives and Imagineering Research Library are currently evaluating the Epic Fox collection. Goes on to say Fox employees who have been laid off are saying that here we go. That seven packages have been generous with some receiving one to two years of salary. Now, if you're an exec, you know you're pushing probably $200,000, probably possibly more. For 21 Century Fox. And you just got a year off. I bet you somebody's got paid half a mil. 
That'd be nice. Uh, no, okay, that would be no nice. I'm just speculating. I'm just saying. You know they're making some jack. They're well, probably that's probably at the low end too. And money like that, when you're making that kind of money and you get a full year, there's so much you can do to invest or to like. They could go get anywhere. Your own company. <laughs> I mean, you put 21 Century Fox. You're an executive. You know, I mean, right. it's not like you were fired. The company's gonna hire you, man. You know, like you could bring all that knowledge and experience. You know, I don't know. Yeah. All right, let's see here. We talked about D23 and the updates. We do have some more updates. Uh, I'm not going to go through the D... Well, nah, I'm not going to go through the D23. We have some schedules up and what to expect and things like that. But I will quickly scan through some of this. Let's see here. Uh, Oh, Fantasia. Fantasia, excuse me, ice cream returning to Disneyland Park this Friday. That's kind of cool. You can, it's it's in response to or celebration of the Main Street Electrical Parade. Let's see here. More Disneyland pass holder buttons for using mobile ordering. So there they're trying go. to advertise that stuff. Let's see here. New annual pass holder secret treat for, oh, we talked about this. We talked about the secret treat. The secret, the secret treat. And what if treat. you don't like it? Right. And it's going to be at the Sunshine Seasons. It's finally revealed oh. what it is. Okay, so you're not going to yeah. be waiting in line wondering, no. do I order this or not? What is All right. So if you're a pass holder, you can go to the Sunshine Seasons. It's down there in the Land Pavilion. You can ask for a secret item on the menu, and they'll serve it up to you. Now, you do have to pay for it. Remember, I was right. like, is it free? And you're like, no, Nick, you got to pay for this yeah. stuff. Got to pay for everything. All right. So it can be found if you ask for the if you ask for the secret treat. Let's see here. It also... Let's see here. I'm trying to scroll down. What is it made of? Here we go. It is a gelato sandwich mm, made gelato. with two perfectly baked sugar cookies and a generous scoop of vanilla gelato. Yum. It's drizzled. Let's see here. The sandwich is rolled in chocolate crunchy pearls and topped with chocolate drizzle. That sounds, this sounds pretty amazing. Yeah, I'll eat that. Sounds really, really good. It will start on the 28th, the end of this month. And it's only going to cost you four thirty nine. Not bad. I wonder if it's going to be part of the snack uh, credit. I wonder if you can use your snack. Did we talk about that? Can you use a snack credit? Um, you couldn't for the bacon. You we couldn't for the bacon. That's yeah. what it was. Okay. But maybe, maybe you can for this. You talked about the holiday experiences and the new additions. I will not talk about that. So let's talk about. This will be the last item. Okay. So okay. the last item. Let's talk about the discussion I wanted to talk to you about. And I want to talk about Disney's boiling point. Boiling point for you and I when it comes to raising prices, increased crowds, right? Yep. Blackout dates. Do you feel, and here's today's discussion, with all of this going on with Disney, and it seems like Disney just keeps raising the prices, and this last go around was kind of um, under the table or behind our backs, if you want to say it like that right well because they didn't give you any warning and they typically don't the only warning we typically have is based on uh routine or you know what i'm saying like every year we know the prices are going to go up in january february when do you reach your boiling point when will i reach my boiling point when will everybody else finally reach their boiling point and say basically off with the queen Right? When do you think that will happen, if at all? 
was gonna say, do you think it will happen? I don't think it ever truly will happen. I think pe some people do trickle off. You know, they, it just becomes too expensive for some families to be able to go or families who could go every year maybe have to say, well, looks like we're gonna have to start going every other year or maybe once every five years. So it, it might change things for families, but I don't know if it means that people just get so mad that they totally blacklist Disney and say we're never going to go. Okay, and I'd even throw in the political realm either with Disney politics, which is a whole separate realm in itself, which that's where a, pe a lot of people boy get really emotional about Disney. And I can find myself every now and then kind of getting emotional with Disney. But again, I realize the world we live in, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Right. And I'm not going to not go based on something I disagree with. Maybe right. Bob Iger's decision. And he plays it off as the, these are all of our cast members views. You know, like I'm sure it's not everyone, Bob Iger. I'm sure it's right. the majority of it's you and your executives, but I'm okay with that. Right. Mm -hmm. Because they do produce a lot of great stuff. A lot of cool stuff for all of us to enjoy. Yes, they do. And it would be like me not wanting to be uh, your friend based on your political views or something like that. I just wouldn't allow that to happen, right? Right. Everyone's allowed their own views. That's how I feel. You, I, I support you, even if your views so, are not the same as mine. So, boiling point. Uh, you know, you hear stories all the time of people purchasing all well, these hard ticket events, right? For... Mickey's not so scary Halloween. Mickey's very merry, uh, very very merry Christmas party. And you also hear the horror stories of crowds being so high you can't see the parade. Um, grumpy individuals because there's too many people. Cast members are grumpy. The price is too high. People are hitting each other. Right. <laughs> um, and then you have construction going on outside the parks and inside the parks, you know, just as that whole anxiety thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So you don't feel it's going to happen. You don't feel the boiling point will ever happen. You don't think it's going to boil over? I don't think so. Okay. I don't. You do? I. No, I agree with you. Okay. I don't think it's going to happen. I think people, because I think history has shown. People will continue to pay the money, mm -hmm. but people will also continue to gripe and complain. Oh, yeah. But also, Disney is going to continue not to care. 100%. You know, like, which yeah, is they what they've shown. Right? Because they're there to make money. Right. And uh, if we and keep throwing money at them. that for sure. <laughs> yeah. And if we keep throwing money at them, I don't think there's going to be a boiling point. Yeah. So here's what other people have to say. And I found this online, okay? And one of this actually, one of these... Uh, blurbs or statements actually comes from a cast member, which I thought was very interesting. Their point of view okay. of the Disney's boiling or your boiling point, you know, with Disney just raising everything, crowds increasing, stuff like that. So this came from P Schiff. That's the handle. Right. Okay, whatever. But anyway, for us, the tipping point or boiling point is not the crowds. That can be dealt with by planning and getting up early. Totally agree. Yes. The money is starting to be uh, kind of crazy because a $230 dinner for three at Chef Mickey's is getting a little crazy. That can even be dealt with by saving and only going when we can afford it. I will agree for a dinner at Chef Mickey's that you're getting Kraft macaroni and cheese. You're getting like 
it's it's low it's end good. cafeteria food and it's a buffet, oh. right? It's this is and I know for a lot of people they crave and they rave about Chef Mickey's. This is my least favorite restaurant. Period dot. Now this is a character meet and greet. And that's really what you're paying for, but there are other places where the food rocks and it's a character meet and greet. The food okay. here, in my opinion, sucks. All right. Wow. Let's see here. All right, they go on to say for us the biggest boiling point is the horrible behavior by other guests, especially allowing their own children to repeatedly interfere with other guests. So that was theirs. And they give an example at Ohana and stuff like that. Let's see here. Oh, she went on. They went on to say, we have been to Walt Disney World eight times in the past 22 years, five times with our daughter. She has had some meltdowns, but was never allowed to blatantly interfere with other people. So basically this person what is just mad at other. Interfere with other people. I don't know, man. I've so, just well, never I can seen go her. on. So they go on to tell me, tell two examples of Ohana and over at Pinocchio Village House. Or, you know, we can buy food, the quick service place there mm-hmm. attached to Small World. Um, I just don't feel like that's something that happens as much. That must be just something that happened to them that they're upset like about. Like meltdowns so. and hitting the table next to you and things like that. You have that. They're kids. Kids have, are going to have their midday meltdown. That, But that would never be a boiling point with me. Maybe just because we have that teacher mentality where we're used to seeing Patience, yeah. yes things and we're used to being patient and not everything going perfect all the time. Right. And so I just that would never be a, a boiling point for me. Money is, I mean, it is yep. very difficult, but that's why I do things much, much cheaper. I, I've never, I, I've been to Ohana. That's, that's it. I don't do a lot of the other sit down restaurants because we can even go to a, a quick serve and we can split the meal and then we can eat right. the rest of my snacks. Right. So that way we can go to Disney more frequently because right. that $230 for one meal is actually almost two park tickets. Yeah. I mean, when I go with the family, I do the Disney Island plan. When I'm yeah. by myself, not at all. Not a chance. Uh, I'm eating kids' meals. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm even going off property to eat. McDonald's. Because it's, yeah, that McDonald's. Because it is cheaper. So this person, this comes from TT Ken. My family and I hit all four parks at Walt Disney World two weeks ago, and I found it to be too much, too crowded, even for Floridian. So this person's been going, they go on to say regularly for the past 10 years. They've seen an increase. With in guests and crowds, and they're at a point where it's too much. Crowds, that, that is another one. Yes, I can see crowds getting to be a frustrating thing as well. Yes, you can do your fast passes, but it is sometimes annoying bumping into people. Like trying to stay for the, the fireworks and then leave after the fireworks. That was very stressful. So this next one's coming from a point of view of a cast member. This cast member went on to say that she met her husband kind of sounds like Chrissy and her husband Mike they met while working at Disney World well so did these two individuals and it's basically the employee perks the cast member perks that they've seen all go away oh Um, so they still get you know tickets to go to the park and stuff like that but she goes on to mention a whole bunch of other parks Uh, she she does mention free passes and how those have gone drastically down so they get a, a limited amount of free passes discounts on the resorts and shopping and food I, I thought they were like at 50% or something like that. So they're still really, really good. But according to this cast member, if she it's is, not what it so was. we're going off good faith that she actually is a cast member, right? Right. And her husband, they go on to say that the perks have just gone way down uh, with, you know, everything that's popping up 
and a lot of money that Disney's spending things on, they've seen the, the benefits as a cast member just go down and down and down with the more stuff that they acquire, the more things that they built in the parks and stuff like that. Interesting. I thought I thought hmm. that was interesting because the cast members looking at it as their boiling point is their perks going away. And, and in their defense, cast members work religiously. Like some of them work seven days a week, you know, because that's just that's their life. They work every single day. Now, yeah. I'm sure they're not working all day long, but a lot of these cast members love doing it. And I would hope that they, you know, they need special perks like like these cast member previews of Star Wars Galaxy Edge. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a pretty good perk. It is a good perk. And I saw the photos that cast members were posting. You could run 50 yards without hitting a person like that's how much space you had. It was true to the ad that came out a year ago about Star Wars Galaxy. But then there's so many cast members. How did that even? How is that even possible? Because I I bet you they're I bet you they're on a rotation system. Like you come between two p.m. and two thirty. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know what? We should ask a fellow our fellow cast members. I mean, we have some that we know. We should we should probably ask them. Okay. Anyway, that's all I had. That was my talking point. I just wanted to bring up. You know, what is your boiling point? Do you think there's going to be a boiling point? We both say no. So you heard us, listeners. We don't think there will be because people will still spend the money and Disney doesn't really care. We're going to complain. You hear Nick and I do it as well, but we're still going. Yeah, we'll still go. It's a mousetrap. It is. It's a mousetrap. A mousetrap. I like it. Well, I hope you so far have really liked the the all-new Mousecapades Radio Network. We had our 411 DJ headliner last Monday. We're going to have it again this Monday. And we all know that September 1st, we're going to have, hey, the Disney Burrito coming out on Friday, as I believe. I believe I said Fridays, right? Thursday or Friday, something like that. So it'll be near towards the end of the week. So we're going to be going, bumping up to three episodes. Hopefully, we'll be bumping up to four or five because we have some of that stuff in the works as well. So you're going to be getting content like every day of the week. It's going to be great. So much stuff. Yeah. Uh, September is going to be a great month. September is going to be really good. So just a month away. So anyway, if you are interested in becoming a guest on our show, you have a question or a comment or simply want that free quote, don't be bashful. Get a little dopey with us and simply text us. 407-674-0414 email both of us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net just tell us who it's for if it's for Stephanie or if it's for, or if it's for me we'd love and to hear from you we really really would and as always don't forget to check out our friends over at waltexpress.com you can join their newsletter to become a Disney expert on deals tips and info on all things Disney Again, check out our all-new 411 DJ headliner Monday morning to start off your work week right. Hey, Stephanie, Ohana, unfortunately, hey, girl, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends. Oh, my gosh. You have to see this. Daydreaming of a magical place with artificial glass, dole whips, churros, and the backside of water. Under the sea. Under the sea. No need to pinch because this isn't a dream. Oh, they're speechless. Come on, man. This is the Mousecapades Radio Network.